This week on the Rest Friends podcast, it is our special WrestleMania Aftermath show, and we are joined by two wrestling journalists from WrestleZone, Colin Tessier and Robert DeFelis. All right, Rest Friends, let's talk about wrestling. Hey, Rest Friends. My name is Edie. And my name is Teddy. And this is the Rest Friends podcast. If you guys are listening on iTunes or Spotify, we do have a video version up available on our YouTube channel. Head over there and subscribe to our YouTube. We have a lot of great content up on there. And today is our WrestleMania aftermath show, our post show, whatever you want to call it. And we could not do it alone. So we have two very special guests joining us today. First, he has been on here before. He is a a rest friend, Robert Roberto DeFilis, wrestling journalist from Fightful and WrestleZone. Robert, how are you? I am pretty damn great. Thank you. <laughs> I am not a journalist. I think that's far too professional for the bullshit that I do. But I am here. It was WrestleMania weekend. It was great. Maybe not so much on the second night. We'll get into it. <laughs> but yeah, WrestleMania. Oh my goodness. And our second guest, he is the EST of this episode because he is the newest face on the Rest Friends podcast and our YouTube, Colin Tessier from WrestleZone. Colin, how are you? I'm good. Even better that you pronounced my name right on the first try. So I appreciate it. Thank you very much for that. And I'm, I'm just very happy to be here. It's a good time. Yeah, I'm so excited to talk with you guys about wrestling. WrestleMania in particular, we didn't know how it was going to be this year because there were fans in attendance. So there was just a lot that could go wrong. And some things did go wrong. Um, Robert, you live in Florida. You can attest to the weather. You were sending yeah. me videos in the morning. Great wrestling journalism on your part. I told you you should have been in that WrestleMania parking lot. Uh, I could have been in the WrestleMania parking lot. That's how close I am. The weather was pretty crappy over the weekend. Yeah. They got through it rough on the first night. The second night was actually worse, and they handled it better. I guess it cleared up right before the show went on the air. Yeah. But yeah, first time ever, WrestleMania starts with a 45-minute delay, which got awkward at times. It was very awkward. They just went backstage to people getting interviewed, and I guess, you know, Good for them for thinking about everyone who was good on the mic. Um, Colin, what did you think about that decision to just go into like straight promos for an hour before the show? I mean, I think that's great. And, you know, because some of the, the wrestlers actually did really well of it, you know, optimistically, maybe you think it might encourage WWE to kind of give some more freedom in that sense rather than having the super scripted pro that's probably too optimistic not a chance pal but you, you realize that halfway through and i'm proud of you for it rest friend it was fun it was fun what did you think about the crowd teddy were you excited oh. to see people there like i mean that like was that? really cool but i Literally, the first thing I saw was most people not wearing their mask. Oh. And I was like, what? Like, I, I'm not sure what the enforcements were, but that was that was very, um, um, not sad, but I was just like, oh, my God. You know? Yeah, not surprised, not, not surprised I mean, right? I mean, no, no, but still. <laughs> no, I was definitely not surprised. But I don't know. That was annoying. If I was Vince and I was looking at all these people without the masks on, I would have been like, I need a security so when people don't have masks on, just go and tap them lightly. Bro, put your mask back up. 
That's I think Vince is probably a little too concerned with the fact that his biggest show of the year was starting an hour late. You're right. But I do know that Vince <laughs> is actually, he's one of the people who takes it very seriously. Because, right. of course, you don't want any negativity on WWE's hands. Yep. That, right. that can't be. Oh, man. Watching it on Peacock for the first time was an experience um, because you couldn't pause the show you had to watch it full through. There was a lot of, um, I couldn't live tweet because people were like five seconds, five, five, ten seconds ahead of me. Yeah. So I couldn't even be on Twitter because I was going to get spoilers and we were all watching the same show. Did you guys have any problems watching WrestleMania? I mean, I'll I... go. You can be first, Teddy. Okay. Um, I was fine in restaurant. I was able to pause and I was able to go back if I wanted. I was able to fast Where forward. Where were you watching What on? were you watching on? I was, oh, I was casting it from my iPad to my TV. So the Apple devices did add the pause function over the weekend. If you watch it on your computer, you were screwed. Um, The network was like a good five minutes ahead of Peacock on the computer. The phone was about three minutes ahead of it on the computer. It was a wild experience. Minutes. Wow. Colin, did you have any problems? Well, it's funny because Saturday was a very rare chance for me. I had a day off. So I I turned my phone off, actually. <laughs> and I just like completely unplugged for like the evening. And then I actually wound up tuning in around, I think it was like nine o'clock. And like I said, phone was off. So I knew the weather was happening, but I did not know about the, the, the rain delay. So I tuned in at nine o'clock or so. And that was when the, it was, I think it was maybe five minutes into the tag turmoil match. And I couldn't rewind, so like I wanted, I wanted to like start from the beginning and start, you know, start the viewing experience fresh and actually watch it kind of in one fell swoop. Um, couldn't do that. So my my introduction to this lovely WrestleMania with the first fans back was the uh, possibly the the worst match, at least on night one. Uh, and then I wound up watching Drew McIntyre and Bobby Lashley at like six a.m. the next morning because okay. uh, I couldn't rewind. And then I tried watching it um, when the show ended. But then, like, I, every time I, I would close out, it took me into, the, like, the, the like, af- after the show, after like, show, whatever yeah. watch-along they were doing. And it wouldn't let me, like, I couldn't do it. So I thought the Peacock thing, like, uh, wasn't perfect. Um, and, like, yeah, the, no pausing, no rewinding even during a match. And then, like, like you said, um, the, uh, the Twitter effect of, like, especially other plenty of people that were tweeting when they were there in person. So that time difference as well factoring in uh, also the different platforms. Like, yeah, the, 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 you know, several matches were spoiled for, in that sense. So wasn't great in that sense. Was Peacock nice. is an egregious regression from what the network was. I understand chasing the dollar. I respect it. I would do it too. But my God, the fans are getting royally screwed yeah. with this Peacock deal. I was having so yeah. many issues trying to like cast it from my laptop to my TV because it was fine for a little bit. And then I had to find a different, um, I was on like Google Chrome and then I had to change to Safari because Safari was a little bit faster. Um, But my laptop doesn't have Safari because it's not a Mac. So I had to change to my old Mac. And then I logged in on my phone to see like what the difference was. And it was literally minutes ahead on your phone. So I'm like, oh my God. I was like, dad, look like Natalia's on right now. And he's like, no, she's not. Like I'm watching the TV. And I'm like, no, like she's on. Like, look. And I was like, it's Eric Bischoff. Like he's backstage with Bailey. 
And it was just a little bit of a hot mess. Um, but let's get into talking about the actual, you know, wrestling matches. I'm so excited. Night one opened up with a banger. So we got to see Drew McIntyre versus Bobby Lashley for the WWE Championship. And this match was just, I don't know if it was elevated by the fact that you heard actual people in the crowd. People were booing and cheering and it was just so great. You definitely saw that there was... Um, water affecting you know alongside of the ring because um there was a moment where drew was like outside and there was just a puddle of water behind him i felt so bad because i'm like oh my god drew mcintyre poor guy but i'm so glad that you know he was one of the first people to come out to the crowd colin how did you feel about this first match i mean the match was great and i i, I like that a lot you know this was a really nice way to open uh, i know some people were upset that you know the all the hype about drew being the first one to enter you know that was kind of wasted on hulk hogan and titus o'neill um but at least for the first match he still got that and that, and like the crowd was great when he came out as as you would hope um i like this a lot i mean i it was one of those things where like there was some sense of like okay, we've seen this before because we, we saw these guys back at Backlash and they've been, you know, feuding recently. Um, I liked it a lot, though. I But this this match, maybe more than any other, really surprised me in the sense of, like, there are times when it feels like WWE is going a certain way, like, 100%, and it feels so obvious that, like, it has to happen. And that felt like Drew McIntyre winning. Like, give give the guys WrestleMania moment, yeah. um, you know, in front of the fans. Didn't get the last year. The, the, that that was the narrative. And maybe part of it was me, I convinced myself that, like, this was going to happen. And then it didn't. So, uh, good for Bobby Lashley. Because, like, man, he, deserves, he deserves the WrestleMania moment as well. Um, I don't know. I, like, I felt bad for Drew, though. Because, like, you know, the guy did carry the company. And he didn't get his moment last year. And, like, yeah, you can say, like, he got his moment by winning the title last year. But I don't know. Like, that felt, like, kind of crushing for him. Um, I have to imagine him. He'll probably get the title back at some point. But yeah. right now, it feels like they're going all in on Bobby Lashley. And I like that. And I hope that they can find a way to, like, get back to some of the Bobby Lashley we saw a month or so ago rather than what we've been seeing more lately. But at the very least, it was very good for Bobby Lashley. So I, I like this a lot. It was a nice way to open with that surprising result. Yeah. Teddy, how did you feel? The same as Colin. Like, I, I, I actually remember I had told you that I didn't think Drew was going to win. I didn't yes. think they were going to take the championship from Bobby. And that's how I was about the whole match. I was like, Bobby's going to win. So when he won, I was happy for him too because like Colin said, he also deserves his WrestleMania moment. And, um, like, I was sad for Drew McIntyre, but at least he got, you know, to come up first besides Hogan and Titus. <laughs> um, but I don't know. You could just tell also when he came out how happy he was. Like, his entrance was pretty cool. Um, but the match was great. I really enjoyed the match. I think it was a good match to open up the show. Yeah. Robert? Match was good. Um, first of all, Hogan and Titus were not the first people out the curtain. Of course, the first person out the curtain was Vince. And that's how it oh. should have been. And absolutely, he's the man. Deserves to do it. This match was a, a step off, I thought. Especially that ending where he goes for the Claymore and just sort of stops. And by the time he goes to lift his leg again, Lashley's already on the ground, having moved out of the way. But Lashley deserves this. McIntyre has to go crazy. He has to turn heel. He has mm -hmm. to go, you know, I sat here 
working at an empty performance center. And these people were more happy to see Lashley win than to see me actually get what was mine. He's got to go crazy. They can't just go, oh, we swerved you. He won it on the Raw after because that would just be a miss. But good way to open the show. Yeah, I was watching this with my dad. And let me tell you, he was pissed that (laughs) Drew McIntyre lost. And he was more angry that Bobby didn't cheat to win um, so I'm like, yeah, accurate. I, I guess if, you know, Bobby Lashley would have cheated somehow, I would have been like, okay, well he won cause he cheated. Like it's fine. But I really wanted Drew to win. He didn't get his WrestleMania moment with the crowd last year. Um, he pointed to the camera and he was like, guys, this is for you, you know, in an empty arena. And I was like, oh my God, like he said it was for me. Like I'm a fan. I'm so excited that you won. And, um, you know, at, at least he didn't, you know, tap. Right. I mean, I guess that's, what, <laughs> that's what I look at it as now. There's also the moment where he whiffed on the uh, the suicide dive over the ropes. And I just got to say, if only there was a couple of other members of the Hurt Business that maybe could have caught him. Yes. If only, if only somebody had thought about that. We can dream. We can dream. We can dream. Things, things that could have happened. Or just uh, go back to two weeks ago and not split them, you know? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. That, that could be, you know, something too. Let's talk about the tag team turmoil match, which this one was interesting. And there were repercussions from the rain in this match. Um, so we got Naomi and Lana, Carmella, Billy Kay, the Riot Squad, Mandy Rose and Dana Brooke, and Natalia and Tamina in this tag team match. Oh my goodness, Mandy Rose. I feel so sorry for her. But, you know, Titus was backstage and he's like, girl, don't worry. It happens to the best of us, which made me feel better, right? If I was Mandy Rose, I don't know how I would be feeling. Colin, what did you think about this? I mean, I don't know. It feels like the the Titus one like will go down in infamy. and Because, like, that one, there wasn't the rain. Like, that was just a complete mess up. That was just up. him. You know, yeah. And, like, so at least here it's like, like everyone knew, like, the, the, the ramp was wet. She slipped. And like, we're only human. Like, this happens. Yeah. Um, still feel bad for her. Like, the first show, you know, <laughs> fans in over a year, making this, you know, your, your, your proud entrance. And you got yeah. this match in WrestleMania, which is, uh, I think this was her first WrestleMania. At least, like, her for having a, a featured match like yeah. this. Maybe maybe she's probably been in, been in Battle Royales and stuff. Um, so, of course, you want, you want at least your entrance to go well, even if you're not, especially if you're not winning. Uh, like, that's kind of like one of your, the highlight of your evening, really, in some ways. And that didn't go well for her. Um, and that's, that, that, that's rough. Um, but no, it's kind of fun to, uh, she's, I guess she's kind of lucky that she was um, not the first one to have this happen, right? That, that it had happened to Titus. Yes. And so, mm-hmm. um, you know, that's good. And I think someone else slipped. Um, Either later, I think it was later in the show. Even maybe not like as badly, but like someone kind of. I, oh, I think AJ Styles stumbled a little bit, and like they didn't make as big a deal out of it. Um, it's AJ Styles. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, no, like uh, you know, uh, thankfully it was it, it happened, and then like it seems like people were much more forgiving and they moved on. So yeah, you know, restaurant. Who was your favorite to win this tag team match? Who did you think was going to take it? I wanted Lana and Naomi to win, but then they were eliminated and I was like, okay, I think Liv and, um, I can't remember her name right now. Liv and Ruby? Ruby Riot. Um, I thought they were going to win. I was like, okay, they got this. They were doing so well. Nope. They were eliminated. Mm -hmm. And I was happy for Tamina and, um, Natalia. I think they deserved that moment and I was so happy for them for night two, which I know we're going to talk about later. Um, so I wasn't, I, I wasn't mad at them for winning. Yeah. Robert, who I was your favorite you, to win? Cause uh, 
I look, Natty and Tamina are great. Yes, Natty is the foundation of the division. Robert, you I better not come them. on this show look, and say bad Nat- things about Natty. Natty's great. Natty's you better always watch what you I lo- say. I, I love Natty. Natty's cool. Used to help some friends with a little fan site for Natalia. I think Natty is great. I think Tamina is a missed opportunity for the last 11 years. However, when you're staring at Ruby Riot and Liv Morgan and Lana and Naomi, you don't choose this moment to go, you know what? I think it's time that we give Tamina a bone. I, it, it wasn't the time. It just, look, maybe in another life, sure. <laughs> but this was the moment to put the tag titles on some organically over baby faces. And I really thought the Riot Squad would get it. I thought at the very least, Lana and Naomi would get it. I was pitching all weekend, all week, all month for the Bella Twins. Like, give us something to cheer here. And you gave us Natalia and Tamina. And I, I think all eight women in this match are very good, whether it was the rain or something, and I wouldn't want to be in that position. But it ended up being clunky. The Riot Squad uh, eliminate Mandy and uh, say Mandy and Sonia, Mandy and Dana, and they go up. Oh, the Riot Squad have been eliminated. Just a lot of really weird, clunky moments. But overall, the team that won won, and we saw what happened on night two. I'm disappointed. I'm disappointed in you, Robert. We're moving on to Colin. Colin, what did you think? Well, like I was just gonna say, you know, uh, you're talking about giving people something to cheer, Robert. Tamina was over on Saturday she sure and Sunday. Was. That, that, is, that is a fact. Most she unexpected part over. of WrestleMania. You're Most- so bad, Robert, talking about maybe in an afterlife. What? Or in another life? What did you say? Because Maybe so in another bad. life. Because look, I think Tamina's great. But you've, you've waited for 11 years. Why are you doing this now when you've got the riot squad right there? Roberto. Uh-huh. Better late than never. I was just about and, to say, Russ, friend. But better late than win. never. No, and okay, a- and that is, okay, that's what I was going to talk about for yeah, well, We're not two. there yet, Robert. We'll we're get there in night there two. Yet, we're talking about night one. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, I don't have anything bad to say about Natalia because I was excited when they won. I didn't, they were not my pick. I had originally um, the riot squad because they're like the og tag team of the division right like they've been Mm -hmm. together the longest it just makes sense and if oh my goodness peyton royce i know she was backstage okay why didn't you just put her with billy k billy k was gonna come out with carmella anyway you see that's what i'm talking about logic here we're just skipping over logic (laughs) listen if the iconics were in this match i feel like they could have given it to the iconics but they were not so um i was not mad that natalia and Tamina were getting their time because, like you said, 11 years. And Teddy said, better late than never. So this was their time. And I think um, Natty had this really sweet moment of, like, she was going to get the win. But she looked at, you know, Tamina. And then she tagged her in. And Tamina got the win. And I was like, oh, my God. Wholesome content. I'm here for that. Right? Mm-hmm. Let's... Be better if they won the belts. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm Roberto. <sighs> Moving on to someone. Roberto gets a lot of lookalikes. I'm sure people tag you accidentally in pictures where they post Seth Rollins um, and they accidentally (laughs) tag you. So Seth Rollins versus Cesaro, probably one of my favorite matches of the night. It was just so fun to watch. Colin, what did you think about this match? 
Oh, this is great. I, I like this a lot. Uh, like I said, at least based on my individual viewing experience, like opening my WrestleMania with the tag to ML match, I was like, I needed something to like <laughs> lift it up a little more. Not to say that like that much wasn't bad, just like, you know, comparatively. Yeah. Not the way you want to start WrestleMania if you're like when you're watching it that way. This match though, this was great. Definitely a callback to um just that the classic Ring of Honor years of like, you know, just going all out. And uh, these two guys obviously kind of made their names in Ring of Honor, yeah. uh, much like Kevin Owens, the same as Zane Knight too. And I like that kind of comparison there. Um, I I really hope Zara would win. I was very happy Zara won. Um Robert, I think I was listening to the Fightful podcast. And I, you or someone on that show said, like, this is all they're going to do with Cesaro, like, ever. They're going to hang this on him for the rest of his career. And you I got, hope that's not the case. I, I do as well. But you got to set these expectations low because you're tired of having your heart broken. <laughs> you know, Cesaro should have been the guy seven years ago when they put him with Heyman. I loved this match. This match was everything you could have wanted and more. They brought it. Like Colin said, great throwbacks to ROH. All the matches on night one were very short, and they that was great. Um, Cesaro got a lot of swings in, whether it was the UFO or the 23 giant swings. It was all great. Cesaro wins. And yes, I am concerned that this is the only thing they'll ever give him, but I hope I'm dead wrong. Teddy, did you like this match? Yes, I don't want to speak for everyone, but I'm pretty sure I'm not the only one that before this match, I was like, this is going to be a great match. Mm -hmm. And it was. It was an amazing match. Like you, it was one of my favorite matches. Not my favorite match, but it was one of my favorite matches of the night. I enjoyed it so much. I love Cesaro. I love Rollins. Um, I love this side of Rollins, too. He's crazy. Like, he makes me laugh, right? I I can't take him too serious because he's just crazy. But... um, his character, his character now, he didn't really, um, what's it called, use that in the ring. He just wrestled yeah. with Cesaro. They just went at it and gave us one of the best matches of the night or of WrestleMania this year. I was excited um, to see both of them just really shine throughout this match. The chemistry was there. Um, the only problem I really had with it is the fans don't know how to count full circles. Because when Cesaro is spinning people, they'd be counting by twos, okay? They're literally half, they count half circles. And I'm like, that was not 23 spins, okay? Like, I'm going to go back and watch that. No way that was 23 spins. In total of the match, believable. But I feel like, you know, when you're in the crowd, you get excited. You're just like, oh my God, one, two. And, you know, it's like when people count down at the Rumble and they're like two seconds ahead. Um, But that was like the only problem that I had with that. I just think it's so funny. Um, But yeah, definitely one of my top five matches in the two nights of WrestleMania overall. My God, he okay. him up off that curb stomp and just delivered a beautiful uppercut. This match, go back and watch it. This is one of the ones from night one that you have to see. I do want to say, like, this match, you know, I'm someone that, you know, I think Robert, you and I have talked about it before. I don't love Seth Rollins. I like what he's doing as a heel now. I did not like him as a babyface, but when you're seeing this guy going out there and doing, like, 360 degree frog splashes and like flying all around the ring. Like you want to the guy, like <laughs> there's something to be said, you know, I still wish like Robert, you were saying like, you know, go back two weeks ago so that they never broke up the hurt business. Go back. Like, you know, whatever it was, you go back to the old rumble, have him return as a baby face, go with that stuff. And like, you know, you know lean on the fact he's a father now, natural kind of direction there. They, they didn't do that, but especially after this kind of match, you're seeing this guy, um, the way he wrestles, like it just, it makes much more sense for a baby face, you know, and maybe that speaks to the individual, like, 
the uniqueness of this character that it's this bad guy, this heel, this, you know, especially with this whole Messiah thing that he's doing, he does this anyway. But um, the, the guy got such a, like a, a loud uh, ovation when he came out because like people were so happy to see him. So like, maybe it makes me wonder if this, if that's where they're heading anyway, but especially with that crowd reaction, maybe that could motivate WWE to, to do that anyway. I would hope Cesaro gets a major push after this because the crowd was behind him. People love him. This is just, I feel like, his time to shine. He could have some really great matches in the future. And I need him to have a title. I don't care which one at this point. Just give him a title. I'm not going to be picky. So by the end of night two, I was convinced that Cesaro should be the guy challenging for the universal title next. And I think ultimately he's going to end up with the IC title by SummerSlam. Okay, that's a good timeline. It's a good timeline. We talked about how the weather could possibly affect, you know, f- matches that were going on. Let's talk about this tag team title match. So AJ Styles and his new partner, who we've never seen do in-ring work whatsoever, right? So we were kind of, you know, expecting, I don't know what in this match, <laughs> but almost was his tag team partner. And they went against the New Day for the titles. What did you think about this match, Colin? Were you excited? Did you, you know, expect anything to happen? I mean, this match was very much like the Bad Bunny one in that I, you really didn't know what to expect. You had mm-hmm. someone that had never been in the ring, at least uh, that, we, that we'd seen. Yeah. So, you know, even if you assume they've been working uh, the performance center or whatever, there's no, like, uh, sample to go off of. Like, there's yeah. just no, it was definitely a, a, a variable there. Um, I really like the story, although, like, okay, I'm going to contradict myself. I like the story they, they told here, yeah. but at the same time, like, this felt like it should have been, the New Day felt like heels, whereas, like, they're, they're trying to stop AJ Styles from tagging almost, and yeah. then he finally did, and, like, the way the match was structured, he makes the tag, and everyone's like, oh, yeah, he almost is, is tagged in. Like, there's something kind of backwards about that, where it's just, like, the, the New guy, the new Days are supposed to be the good guys. So, yeah. um I thought that was, it was it was different though. Like a lot of the time, you, I feel like a lot of tag team matches, you know, they're kind of at least in WWE, they're kind of formulaic. You know, you kind of know what to expect, or where you, you isolate somebody, you get the hot tag, then you whatever. This was a little different. Where you, the the whole the story was about making that one tag to almost because you knew yeah. once if he got in, like nobody could stop him. And the new day kind of sold that beautifully. Where like once he did tag in, they literally were half his size, and then like Woods kicked him and like didn't Nothing. do anything. The, the, is like he has a very, very convincing and just natural presence. Whereas, like this dude is massive, and I said it when he debuted. If they, if WWE plays the cards right, this could very much be like AJ Styles. Uh, sorry, Sean Michaels and Diesel. I, there's definitely a connection there where he doesn't need to be putting on great matches, but just because he's so big and he has any, you know, he he can at least kind of move. Uh, he looked he looked good last night. Like I, I'll say he exceeded my expectations. He was running it. He like he hit some like running splashes in the corner. Like I was pleasantly surprised. And you know the writing was on the wall when they announced this one. Like if they're going to have almost go in there, he's not going to lose. So I'm curious to see what happens. I'm curious to see like they said the way they sold it afterwards. Like who could possibly defeat almost? Because like you know it. Yeah, the guy's massive, and like they're going to have to build up somebody um, pretty strongly to. Even even in a, as a tag team to take down AJ Styles and almost, so I think that's pretty cool. Um, and I, I like I thought it was, it was it was a really cool way to introduce this guy as a wrestler rather than you know a, an enforcer that yeah. doesn't hasn't done much. So I thought I liked it. Did you like the fact that we got new tag team champs for us, friend? 
I really, to be honest, I really didn't care for this match because of AJ Styles. I'm not a huge AJ Styles fan. Um, so I think I would have liked for the New Day to retain, but I'm not mad either. I think that was a very cool match, even though I wasn't um, really looking forward to it, I guess. Um, man, the hate I'm going to get. I always get hate when I talk shit about I'm not talking shit about AJ Styles. I'm just saying I'm not into him. Yeah. Sergio gets upset because I tell him I find him boring and Sergio gets very upset. Look at look at Robert. Um, just Robert's ready to go already. <laughs> I don't like the guy, but um, it was something different, you know. Especially with almost that was um, something like I forgot if you were calling said this, but um, we didn't know what we're, what to expect. We didn't know what was gonna happen, and I thought it was really cool how they used him. Yeah. I just think he could have had a little better finisher. All right, Robert, take the floor. All right, so first of all, going straight to Colin, I will not sit here and have you disparage the good goddamn name of Big Daddy Cool Diesel. All right, Nash <laughs> is a phenomenal wrestler. I think he doesn't get nearly enough credit, but that's neither here nor there. I'm used to that. This match was so much fun. This was so much fun. It was just the established tag team guys flaunting their dominance and Xavier Woods with the line of the night. This is how you effectively cut off the ring. And I, that popped me. <laughs> of course, the big guy gets in. He doesn't have to do much because he's a giant. Yeah. AJ does the cool uh, forearm off of his shoulders. He pins him with one foot and we got new champs. This was fun. And as far as AJ Styles not being likable, what in the name of God's flat earth could you possibly be talking about? Beating up John Cena. I got over that real quick. That's Oh, well, I, I, so I thought she was kind of talking about how AJ Styles has hinted at being a flat earther in the past. Has he? I, I thinks, didn't know that. Okay. Apparently, she just thinks AJ Styles is boring, which I don't know how you can I do. I, I don't. I don't know. I don't enjoy his matches. And that's I, just how I feel, you know? I don't. I, don't I, I, I kind of agree with Teddy. I like AJ, but like, do I look forward to seeing his I don't matches? like AJ. No, not like I look forward to a Cesaro match or like I look forward right. to a Rollins match, right? But, I, you know, everyone has their favorites. Everyone has their favorites. Fair enough. Right. Yeah. Let's move on to a match that was not my favorite. The Steel Cage <laughs> match. Okay? I know we have opinions yeah. about this, guys. I feel like this was the most unneeded match of WrestleMania. Most unneeded storyline in the WWE. I don't understand what Braun was trying to do here because, like... At the end of the the match, she's kind of going like, this is for everyone who's ever been bullied, who has ever yeah. been called stupid. And I'm like, this is the most unnecessary monologue that that needed like, oh, that happened at WrestleMania. I was so frustrated. Yes, it had some cool spots, but I like I feel like I've seen Shane do all of this. And I feel like he just included himself in this storyline, in this match to say, hey, I, I still can go. I have WrestleManias left in me. Colin, thoughts on this match? Um, I guess mixed feelings uh, is the best way to describe it. Where, you know, I will say the storyline got a lot better uh, as it went. We we we've come a long way from the the slime buckets and hopscotch and report cards. Okay. Um, so I, I you week, know, bro. I know. No, no, no. Okay, okay. <laughs> that so the that that was before. Then last week we got the nice you know anti-bullying promo, and I liked that. I it wasn't original, but it was better than what we had been getting. Yes. So you know that better, right? I like that. And 
I will say uh, most of the, the kind of narrative around this match, even going into it, was like, this should not be a steel cage match. What are you doing putting Braun Strowman and Shane McMahon in a steel cage match? Like, give them a, a street fight or something so they can do some more, like, outside the ring stuff. Because, again, they're, they're not going to be putting on a great in-ring match. And everyone knows that. Um, what The match was fine for what it was. Elias and Jackson Riker attacked Braun Strowman uh, before the match. So then that kind of set up like, oh, you know, that, that let Shane uh, kind of take control. I, did, I couldn't help but think even with that, like, it's Braun Strowman and it's Shane McMahon. Like, they, they I feel like in some ways they could have had this be less competitive because, like, this that natural difference. Like it's it's Braun Strowman, the former Universal Champion, this giant guy that has done some great things uh, in WWE. And not and Shane McMahon, not, Shane McMahon has as well, but he's not. He's still not really a wrestler. Like there does seem to be that kind of divide there. Um, but I will say, props to Shane McMahon. This dude is insane. He took a swan dive off the top of a cage, landed on his back, and my gosh, like. I'm scared to think about what this guy, like what his body's going to be doing in like 15 years because he's done some crazy things. And yeah, like it's nice, it's nice to say he's, he does it for the fans and he wants to like put on a good show and like, especially this WrestleMania special. Yes. But that, I don't know, that was, that felt like that was rough to watch because like that's the, the ring's hard. And you know, mm-hmm. this dude mm-hmm. just took a fall for like, Granted, thankfully, he, he hit his classic, like, elbow drop announce table in the Thunderdome yeah. for no reason at all. So at least here, it was, like, he had fans to, like, do it for. Um, I don't know. I thought I, I did pop, it did pop me when Braun yelled, like, who's stupid now? And then, then he threw him. Like, I don't know. That was, like, so <laughs> cheesy, and I, I, I'm here for it. Because, um, like, because, because the storyline has had slime and all the silly stuff, ham it up. Go for it. Have fun. Do silly stuff like that. And like, hope, uh, Robert, I think you and I talked about it. Maybe John and, ta- John and I talked about it. There was a little worry, like, if Shane won, we'd keep going with this. Thankfully, Braun won. I would hope that we're going to move on. We're done with it. Um, <laughs> but maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. I w- if, if, but if it was the conclusion, I was satisfied. It, it, I, it, was, it was all right. Teddy, thoughts on this match? Well, unlike Colin, I was not satisfied at all. I think this is where I got up. And heated up some food because I don't remember much of the match. I I wasn't I wasn't for it. I was like, eh, I don't know. I, it, it's just me though. Yeah, Robert. This was also the match where I got up and went and got a soda. I look. So first of all, we have to talk about the outright egregiousness that Jackson Riker was on WrestleMania 37 yeah. and Bailey. Is that, a, is that the racist one? Yeah. That was the one that got the full act pulled. And they put him with Elias. Uh, they put him with Elias. So the fact that Steve Cutler is currently waiting his non-compete out, Wesley Blake couldn't even get in the Andre and Jackson Riker got on this show. I just want to get that out there. But yes, I was very worried that this match was going to end with Braun throwing Shane off the top of the cage through a table so that Shane could say, ha ha, you're stupid, I won. But no, they did the right thing. Braun won. Shane is crazy, yeah. taking a full-on back bump at 51 years old. I really hope Vince gave him that hug backstage. Because that's <laughs> what it is about. Damn it, and I hope he got it. I understand. I sympathize. But then there's the whole 
thing of like, this is for everyone that's ever been called stupid. Ron, you dwarf this man. Please just stomp on him and don't let him bully you. He's not a bully. Just catch up to him and do what you did. I, I'm not here for the whole, hey, I'm a massive man who has many advantages in life, but I'm going to say I'm bullied. It doesn't, it doesn't click. There are many other people you can tell that story with that it would feel more realistic. But the right guy won. It was an entertaining match for what it was. And we got we got to move on real quick. Yes, and the match after this was really the saving grace for me. So <laughs> Benito Bad Bunny, we have been talking about him forever since he was, you know, first made an appearance at the Royal Rumble. Teddy, I know you're a huge fan. And I love Bad Bunny as well. And we had no idea what to expect in this match. He was tagging with Damian Priest, going against Miz and Morrison. No specific type of match, a regular wrestling match. Um, and I was excited to see what Benito had in store because rumor had it that he had moved to Florida, that he was practicing with Damian Priest, that he was in the ring, putting in those hours. He was uploading pictures to Instagram, like his abs were going to show. So I'm like, okay, so what's his gear going to be? I was just really hyped for this match. And let me tell you guys, he did not disappoint. I was so impressed and people were out here complimenting him. And I feel like this is what celebrities need to be doing if they have matches at WrestleMania. If you're not going to pull a Bad Bunny, if you're not going to pull a Pat McAfee, then I don't want to see it. Colin, how did you feel about this match? I thought this was great. I mean, I'm, I wasn't a big, the, uh, the biggest fan of, of all the Bad Bunny stuff. I wasn't like against it necessarily. Um, I'm, I very much viewed it in the way that like, I know that there are people that really like this and like, that's great. And of course, all the, like that mainstream appeal, it's WrestleMania, great. Uh, I did not expect Bad Bunny to have anywhere near this kind of a performance. Uh, I thought that was really good um, for him, for Damian Priest. Um, kudos to The Miz and John Morrison for making the, for making Bad Bunny look as good as he did as well. It, it takes two to tango. So, you know, mm -hmm. I think, you know, there is something said for that as well. Um, that bad bunny, he did such a great job. I think a lot of people will remember the the bunny destroyer on the outside, but even some of the small things, just like he looked more natural, much more natural than you might expect. Like you didn't necessarily look at him in the ring and think this is a guy that's a musician that that's just been training for a couple months. Like he looked like someone that's been at least training much longer than that, right? And that's. So uh, he he looked great. I, I appreciated that. I appreciate his work ethic. Like like you said, a lot of the times, um, celebrities will come in and you know, kind of do the minimum. Whether I mean, I don't want to rag on Rob Gronkowski, but like now you look back to like last year, like this dude didn't do anything. Like what what mm -hmm. like, what what was he doing? Yeah, you know. Yeah. So I like this yeah. a lot. I think Bad Bunny did look great. Um, good for Damian Priest. Uh, this was great for him to get that WrestleMania that kind of get that that rub. I think he could do good things in Monday Night Raw. Um, but this, this is a lot of fun. I, I thought it was, this is a really nice way to kind of, um, I guess even in, in hindsight, to see it's something that I'll, I'll remember from night one, definitely. Yeah. Best friend? For me, uh, first of all, the first thing I saw when he came out, you know, he came out, he comes out with his song Booker Team. And I was so proud as a reggaeton fan first because I'm not the biggest reggaeton fan because if I was, I would listen to today's reggaeton. The only reggaeton I listen to today is literally Bad Bunny. Um, but I'm an old school reggaeton fan. So him coming out there representing reggaeton because that's all he ever talks about. All he ever talks about is reggaeton, WWE, 
And um, crap, I forgot what else I was going to say, but he comes in with the most amazing entrance of the night. Actually, no, I take, take that back. Some other people had great entrances, but he had an amazing entrance. And then like everyone else, we didn't know what to expect with him. We've heard he was in the PC um, training, but there was a lot of people that went back to the PC and trained like Eva Marie and she didn't do as great as Bad Bunny did <laughs> she didn't for get one night. One night. He did so well. I was so proud of him. Um, Damien Priest did amazing. Miz and Morrison. Um, so many people on the internet were saying how it couldn't, there couldn't have been a better tag team to do that for Bad Bunny. Like Miz and Morrison made Bad Bunny look so well. They all did so amazing. Um, I'm so excited for that. It was Bad Bunny who did so well because as a Latina, you know, he always, that's all he does. He, he represents Latinos so much. So as a Latina, I'm very, very, very proud of him. Robert? This was as good as people have told you, it was so much better. This was so great. I will say this though this man woke up on Saturday morning and just posted full abs, yes. only to wrestle fully covered up, which I thought yes. was a bit of a swerve, which is fine. And look, this guy clearly loves WWE. He got Ric Flair to introduce him at award shows. He's done a song with Booker T. This guy is all about it. Triple H loves him. I thought he handed him money in the bank, but it was actually just a commercial for his tour. Uh, he was so good. He did a great Falcon Arrow. He did a great Destroyer, which he had to do on Morrison because I don't know if Miz could have done that yeah. flip as perfectly. Uh the crossbody was great. The doomsday crossbody was great. Damian Priest looks like a star. Uh, Miz and Morrison get another WrestleMania under their belt. This is how you do celebrities. Like, I can't think of too many that were done as well as this and maybe as successfully. And yeah, more of this. Yeah, people love yeah. working with... Um... With Miz, he's a veteran and he knows how to do his job, right? Like, if he's got to put people over, like, that's what he's going to do. And he's going to make them look so good. I, I was expecting Bad Bunny to win, right? You can't bring Bad Bunny in and have him lose to Miz and Morrison. Yeah. But, man, John Morrison just made that, you know, uh, bunny move that he did on the outside. I don't know what you want to call it. A bunny destroyer. What did you call it, Robert? right oh man i'm i'm so excited but like you know he said his farewell announced his tour am i excited for his tour yes am i sad that bad bunny's gone also yes so here's what i do want to say for a weekend that was filled with a lot of independent wrestling i got news for you folks bad bunny outshined a good majority of you uh, yeah get, get like the bunny because the bunny actually did it right and more of this. Like, he will be in so many more matches down the line, and I can't wait. Oh, my one goodness. Of, one of the biggest things is that he proved the haters wrong. Like, Sergio used to hate Bad Bunny, right? I honestly, I wasn't the biggest fan either until literally last year, 2020, I started listening to him, and I religiously listen to him now. But um, Sergio was like, oh, okay, whatever. I would play his music, and little by little, he was like, okay, I guess his lyrics aren't as bad. And then... Literally right after the match, he's like, okay, I'm a Bad Bunny fan now. <laughs> and there were so many people on like on Twitter that were like, okay, I was not expecting this. I didn't know who Bad Bunny was, but now I'm a fan. I'm sad as well that he's gone. And not only that, but his tour is literally called El Ultimo, El Ultimo Tour del Mundo, which, is, which translates to the last tour 
of the world. So it's like, what do you mean? What do you, what do you, and there has been rumors that Bad Bunny is going to stop doing music. Mm-hmm. Some people are saying that for good. Other people are like, no, I think he's just taking a huge break. I, I hope he's just taking a big break because, come on, Bad Bunny is huge. So for him to just leave the wrestling world and the music world altogether makes me very sad. So I think he's just playing it safe because we all saw how 2020 turned out. He, you know, he's hedging his bets. Maybe this is it. You don't know what's going to happen in the world. But I would be totally on board with him just switching to wrestling full time because he did it really well. I mean, yeah, that would be cool. You know, he's he's doing well with selling all of his shoes. His collabs with Adidas have just sold out. I've not been able to get a single pair of shoes. And then people are reselling them for $500 when the original price was like $150. Mm-hmm. I don't have that kind of money to, you know, to buy off of like the resale. And also, I'm still very salty um, at WWE for canceling mm-hmm. my original Royal Rumble merch. Um and they only sent me half my order and they canceled my Bad Bunny one. So I'm still offended. Um, I probably will just buy like the WrestleMania Damon, uh, Damian Priest one that he has because Damian Priest was a star. I can't wait for more WrestleMania moments. I talked to him in the morning and he was just so great. Like made my day. What a great guy. Something else that made my day was just this freaking main event. I was ready to go walk to corporate and get to reception and tell them, put me on with Vince if this doesn't mean event. Because I was just going to have so many emotions in me. Sasha Banks versus Bianca Belair for the SmackDown Women's Championship was just fantastic. I don't know what I was expecting, but this for sure surpassed those expectations. It was emotional. You saw when they came out, like in their eyes, that they were just so happy that they were the first two black women to main event. Michael Cole said it, okay? With all his chest, he said the first two black women to main event mania. And it was just a fantastic moment. Great for them. It's in history. And we have a new SmackDown Women's Champion, Bianca Belair. Colin, thoughts on this match? I mean, Robert, you probably know how I feel about this. We talk, we've been talking about it every week, but this was so special. I mean, seeing Bianca Belair crying like when the bell rang, yeah. that was that was amazing. I mean, this is one of those rare moments where, I mean, you have storylines that like incorporate real life that tie in real things, but this match and, you know, the road up to it, like transcended wrestling entirely where it's like the, the title doesn't really matter here. Like that's, that's not what we're. That's not what it's about. Yeah. You know, it's about the fact that these two women were main eventing, rightfully so, um, because they're so talented and because and like they deserve it. And and they 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 knocked out of the park. And I thought they did such a great job. Bianca Blair looked amazing. I mean, there was the one spot where I think Sasha uh, dove the ropes and Bianca like kind of rolled through it and like mm. carried her up the stairs. Like she is amazing like she really is the est in every way like she i've been like you know singing her praises for months now and like i will continue to do so because like she really delivered in this main event spot uh and i'm so happy she did and you know the the everyone probably by now has seen the the clip of sasha like smiling after the match like that is like pure content at, at its finest and this was the perfect way to end night one uh, in some ways, and we can, we can talk about it when we talk about night two, this would have been like the, in some ways, the, the better way to end WrestleMania overall. Because mm-hmm. like that that lasting image would have been 
you know, like could have made it even better. Uh, but still, this maybe 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 it doesn't even need to be because like people will still remember this moment. Um, just I think this is what will be the 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 symbol of WrestleMania 37 when it's all said and done. Because like Bianca won, and it, it was so good, and I'm so happy for her. I was really hoping she would win, and I hope it'd be the main event, and it was. Um, and then you factor in, like, uh, I think after the camera stopped rolling, they they had the footage of Montez Ford running to yes. the ring. And that was so special. Was too, uh, oh, so good. I love it. All of it. Teddy, what did you think? Oh, my God. From Right from the beginning, them coming out, they had amazing entrances. Um, they're up there with Bad Bunny's entrances for me. Maybe because I was, like, so excited, too. But they also look so beautiful. Yeah. So freaking beautiful. Sasha Banks was giving me Jeff Hardy vibes. Yeah. And... They both get in the ring before the match starts and they're taking it all in. And you could tell like their, their facial expressions, expressions were changing because they were trying to be serious. Like, oh, you know, we're going to we're about to go against each other, but they couldn't help us smile. And I thought that was so cute. So that made me emotional. And then in the end, when Bianca won, I definitely shed a tear of five. I was crying. I thought that was I don't know. I'm so happy for her. I remember her in NXT when she would get so much hate, most people online, like um, wrestling fans, did not like her. Mm -hmm. And of course, I feel like it had a lot to do with racism. But um, yeah, a lot of people didn't like her. So for her to go from not being so liked to having her moment and so many people being happy for her, um, I'm so happy for Bianca. But I'm also happy for Sasha. They both, you know, like you said, Edie, the first Black women to main event, WrestleMania is huge. It's amazing. And like Colin said, I feel like if they would have main evented the second night, it would have ended wrestling. I mean, WrestleMania on a better note, but it was still great. Everyone's still going to remember this. They made history and I'm so happy and proud for them. I mean, I'm so proud of them and happy for them. <laughs> Robert? This match. First of all, props to WWE production because that video package would have made you think what you should have thought from minute one, and that's these two women are stars. There was no mention of can they coexist? No mention of Reginald. No mention of none of that bullshit. This was what it was supposed to be. And then you get into the ring, and yes, these two women are stars in every way, and they're gorgeous, and they're talented, and they are amazing. And yes, Michael Cole did say with all his chest, the first two black women to ever main event WrestleMania, but you could have picked the first two black you could have picked the first two women. Just everything. This was history. This was perfect. They could have gone twice as long. This was just the best. Yeah. I was, uh, Teddy and I, we always talk about this, that we're upset that she didn't get to be NXT Women's Champion when she was on, you know, NXT. And when she got called up, initially, she wasn't really doing a lot. And I was like, oh, my God, I really hope she doesn't get buried because this woman is a champion. And now she made events at WrestleMania. And you saw when she won that her dad was so excited for her that he almost, like, jumped to the barricade. And it was just so wholesome. Like, I feel like everyone had to be happy for her in that moment because I was so excited. I cheered. There was no way that uh, I think if, if Sasha won, I feel like we would have got the same response. I feel like there would have been some disappointment, right? Um, but man, what a, just, what a great way to end night one. And it was very difficult for the second night when we went into Sunday. I think, I, I don't even know how they thought they were going to top night one because it was just so good. So moving on to night two, um, which I feel like was the less exciting night for me. 
I don't know how you guys feel about it, but um, still Titus O'Neil and Hulk Hogan came out as pirates, which Lord Jesus, they look like they were two feet tall. <laughs> they look so dumb. Oh man. Not that, that was, wasn't that was, the bad the outfits were not the bad part of this, and I'll get this <laughs> out of the way too. Tell us, go ahead, Robert. That part of this was Hulk Hogan going, hey, all you scurvy dogs and scallywags. And Titus goes, whoa, you can't be saying that in public. And he goes, oh, you're not going to make me walk the plank, are you? Jesus, like you got to read the room, man. Read the room. Come on. That whole monologue. I'm like, why? Why? And my poor girl, Bailey, was trying to appear anywhere that she could, right? Because she was like backstage and she was, you know, talking to Michael Cole. And then she came out with Hulk Hogan for a little bit. And I'm like, man, why couldn't you just have Titus and Bailey host this? We didn't need Hulk Hogan because we saw the Twitter videos where people were booing him. And we knew that they were putting in audio that was actually cheering him. So when you would watch the network, you would have no clue that Hulk Hogan was getting booed every chance he got to talk on the mic um but as he should he should get booed anytime he comes out right like that that's what i'm feeling of course right of course though there is trying too hard with him and then him why 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 would he do that to himself he knows that people don't like him why does he put himself in this situation why did he agree to host like no one cares yes there's a couple fans out there that are old school you know wrestling fans that are still all up on his you know but uh, he was, he was definitely not needed. What a Even drag. if we subtract, like, the element of controversy, he just comes across like, bro, you can go away now. It's like, <laughs> you're too old, man. It just doesn't come across right. He had an awkward Hall of Fame speech. Everything he did this weekend was just, uh, I don't know if I need to see any more Hulk Hogan. Yeah, I think we can just take a break from him forever. Right. And just yeah, Bailey needs sure. to host next year. Why couldn't you have Billy Kay? Billy Kay, Bailey. That would have been so entertaining to watch. Um, I don't know how you guys feel about the first match of the night. Randy Orton versus The Fiend. Listen, I did not have problems with this match. I know people really like shit on it. Right. But I thought the entrance was really cool. I was not mad that Randy won. I'm glad that this, hopefully the storyline is done with because I don't think we need any more of it. I did think it was cool that Alexa is like a new character. I don't know the symbolism of it yet. I guess we're going to find out this week. Um, but I thought it was okay. I thought it was a good opening match. Colin, what did you think? I wanted to like it. Okay. I really did. I really, really did. Um, the Fiend and Alexa have been, for me at least, like, so. let's say, like, up until Bobby Lashley won the title. Like, for me, they were the best part of Raw. I always enjoyed what they did. And I was always, like, really excited to see what happened next. But every time they've found, like, some good thing to do with The Fiend or something interesting, they find some way to, like, mess it up. And, and every time that they, like, it feels like they could do something to salvage it, they don't. So uh, the entrance was cool. I, I will give it that. I, I love the the fiend and the, everything about it. So the entrance was cool. It was I liked how uh, that the effect where he like magically you know reverted to his old self. I thought that was kind of compelling. And you, you factor in he's got the red light back, so maybe they're going for like this is the original fiend. So like you know back and better than ever. I don't know um, if they're gonna do this. I think this match needed to be more than. I think it was the the count was like five minutes fifty seconds. Like it was very short. Um, so they, I don't know. Uh, 
at least for me, I like shows that start with, you know, hot matches that are fast and furious and and entertaining. So you factor in, we got Bobby and Lashley on night one. Uh, sorry, Bobby and Drew on night one. Um, this one comparatively, like, you know, these two guys aren't going to go out there and put on a barn burner. Though they could both, If they got time, they could have had a fun match. Um, I like the Alexa direction. I think that it's different. The horror fan in me is like, oh, maybe, maybe she's Sister Abigail. Maybe yeah. this, maybe that. But I don't trust WWE nearly enough to like <laughs> follow through and and really uh, do anything interesting here. Yeah. For all for all I know, this will just be like a one off, and like maybe we'll get like a little explanation, and that'll be it. But like, I hope that this is like the new a new chapter in in a in a, a big story because you know it, it, for me the if they do that, it's it'll be like forgivable that the fiend lost this way. Because otherwise, like, this was not a good look. I mean, for a guy that continues to get the short end of the stick to just kind of lose to Randy Orton like that, um, that was that was pretty crushing. And that I think this match for me, and I think many other people possibly, is why Night 2 just was not nearly as good because it started on such, like, a deflating note. Both uh, literally the in-ring action and also just so many people were so upset about the theme losing this way that, like, the show was kind of, like, always trying to, like, make up for it in a way that 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 was kind of the energy of night two and so it was very disappointing for me and i I hope that uh they i I hope that like they actually do just something interesting with alexa and bray now but i'm not confident they will rest fried what did you think i thought it was really cool um to see alexa bliss's um new character I also thought, I thought it was Sister Abigail. So I did pop. I'm not going to lie. I was like, oh shit, is this Sister Abigail? Like finally we've been hearing about Sister Abigail for years now. And then nothing really happened, but Bray Wyatt lost. I was like, wait, what the heck? Like, I thought that was very weird. I didn't like him losing. I didn't like Randy Orton winning. Um, I thought the match was a little, I wasn't looking forward to it either because it's been going on for so long. And I thought, although I don't watch, um, they're on SmackDown, right? They're on Raw. No, they're on Raw. Oh, they're on Raw. Okay, I'm sorry. Even well, worse. I, yeah, so I don't watch Raw or SmackDown, but I have been um, watching a little bit of what Randy Orton and Bray Wyatt have been doing and Alexa Bliss. So I know it's been going on for a while. So I wasn't really looking forward to it. So the scene losing to me was like, meh, okay, whatever. What's next? Yeah. Robert? This is the drizzling shits. You guys have been way too nice about this. <laughs> this was god-awful. Theoretically, you start the show out with three hot characters like these three, and you're on the right track. But no, because here's what they decided to do. You have all this, the pantheon of gimmick matches that they have in their library is, it runs like a who's who. And you do a straight-up wrestling match with a red light. Okay, that's your first mistake. Second mistake is it goes five minutes and 50 seconds. Third mistake is Fiend loses. And now we're supposed to go, oh, but maybe this is the thing that finally gets Bray Wyatt over after eight years on the main roster. Nope. Fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. You fooled me about 15 times with this character. I'm done. (laughs) This ain't it. I hope she's Sister Abigail. I ain't holding my breath. This was dumb. Randy Orton, I don't know where he goes now, but dumb, all around dumb. <laughs> Dang, Robert. I don't know why you are so 
angry about oh this. I did not think it was terrible. Did I wish that he would have brought out the OG, like, um, that fiend hammer, the big, like, crazy cartoonish hammer that he had that one time? Um, I think he brought it out against Rollins. Um, but I'm not mad that the fiend lost because, you know, from day one, yes, I guess they made him to seem like he was, like, indestructible, right? But he's lost before. So I don't know like what I was coming in expecting. I liked Randy's gear. It was white. It was different. So I was like, oh, he has to win because he's coming out in white. Randy Orton has never come out in white. That's like what my mind went to, right? I'm like, the superheroes wear white. Like the villains would never. Like, I don't know what I was thinking. I do you, it. How do you like like his gear? All he wears is an underwear. Okay, but it was like, white, rest friend. And then <laughs> Edge comes out later in white. And I'm like, ready okay, to like, okay, yeah, but then Edge wears um, pants or whatever you call them and a jacket. And I really did like Edge's gear. And then people were pointing out how they were color-coordinated. Yes. And I was like, oh, no, what's going to happen? Oh, man. Yeah, I tried to point that out on last night's podcast. And then somebody just went, oh, yeah, well, that's the color of Tampa. And I was just like, all right, thanks for just ruining it. Ruining, ruining it. Just like, <laughs> look, Randy Orton and White Gear was great. But because of everything they've done leading up to this match, I was like, oh, my God, they're going to make it look like he shit his pants. That's why he's in white. <laughs> I thought, okay, he's coming out in white. We're going to get blood because you're going to be able to notice it. But like, where would that even like come in through the story? I don't know. Yeah, you couldn't notice it with the red light. Yeah. Just blinding your vision. I guess the, I, I like the red light when you're in like there the in person. Light. Teddy, I feel like we've been at a match where the fiend. We have. Right. And it's like red yes. and it like throws you off because you're like, oh, my God, like I really can't see. But like also this is kind of cool because I can't see. Right. There's just like an I guess, you know, what? A, like an element of surprise kind of thing that you're like, oh, that is so cool. Um, but yeah, I I liked it. Whatever, Robert. Moving on. We got <laughs> Sammy Zayn and Kevin Owens, which my boys, I feel like they really saved the day. Um, Kevin Owens is just so fantastic. Like, I love this guy. And Sami Zayn, I haven't been so much into his character, but I do get it. Like, I sometimes feel like the world is against me too, Sammy. So conspiracy theory all the way. I'm a firm believer that Sami Zayn is a champion and he needs to get the belt. Same with, with Kevin Owens. Um, I don't care which one they go for. They could be tag team champs for all I care, right? Maybe oh, they, could be put, awesome. they could put this beef behind them and just kind of team up. The only thing about this match that I thought was unnecessary was logan paul why was he there they put him on commentary but he really wasn't on commentary he wasn't saying anything and first of all who are you like i feel like this is how people felt about bad bunny right like who are you what do you do but like his accolades could never reach the bad bunny i was height. gonna say but like if you google both of them there are huge differences yeah, right huge yeah. differences and um, what did I write about this match? Oh, I wrote, okay, does the feud continue? And oh, I was mad that Kevin was nowhere near a ship. He didn't get to jump off of anything crazy. That's what I was disappointed um, about. But <laughs> Colin, how did you feel about this match? Were you expecting Kevin to jump off of something? Yes, I, I think uh, anytime you've got Kevin Owens and, and you know, he's been saying for like two years now that he was going to jump off the pirate ship. Yeah. Um, and fortunately that did not happen. But maybe that's for the best because we've seen this guy do some crazy things. Uh, yeah. And I think we, we got our quota of men jumping off of high, yeah. uh, jump, jumping, jumping off and hurting themselves, Shane McMahon. So we're good. Yeah. Um, you know, but 
Logan Paul was not was not necessary, and uh, like I said, we're, like the the Bad Bunny comparison is 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 perfect. Uh, like like I said, I with Bad Bunny, I was like, okay, I don't love this, but I, I respect it, and and obviously Bad Bunny delivered and it was great. With this, Logan Paul sitting there on commentary, not on commentary, and. The whole time I was thinking, like, is he gonna turn on on Sammy? Is he gonna help Sammy win? And then I, for some reason, the whole time I was trying to compare, like, if that happened, like, my my mind kept going to like Mike Tyson, uh, in, like nineteen ninety eight. I'm like, this feels like a much less significant thing if that were to happen, because like Mike Tyson, you know, uh, Logan Paul, definitely not on the same level. Yeah. And then that didn't happen. So then I was like, why have we wasted this time? Like, you know. The, I think I saw the a statistic before the match. This was the first match, um, or if, at least like maybe the first main event for a takeover that was on the WrestleMania. And you know, you factor in all, all the history there with Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. This could have been a really great story. This could have been a really, like should should have been much more special. The fact that it was kind of thrown together. Uh, I th- Robert, I think you and I were sitting here like a month ago. Kevin Owens didn't have anything to do. Sami Zayn didn't, didn't have anything to do. So they're like. Oh, let's just like give them a feud, and then oh, let's bring in Logan Paul because that's fun. Um, I don't know. I, the match was great. That like end of the day, the match was great. I, I liked it a lot. Especially this show needed it big time. I, I was crushed after the Fiend lost. Then <laughs> uh, you know, breakout star of twenty twenty one, Tamina lost. So you know, we needed this you know to, to save night two, uh, and it did at least temporarily. Um, I just, in hindsight now, I'm like, this felt like a very odd way to go about what could have been much better. But the match was phenomenal. I will say that. Yeah. Russ Friend, did, did you think it needed um, Logan Paul? Absolutely not. No, he brought nothing. He didn't deliver. It wasn't until the end that it made sense why he was there. It was because Kevin Owens, Kevin Owens was supposed to be his ass, you know? Um, I wish it would have been more. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I wish it would have literally like beat his ass and um man i still think that it didn't take away from the match though which is great because they didn't show him much they showed him a little bit just sitting there slouching on his freaking chair um doing nothing giving us nothing um which honestly i didn't expect for him to give us much so Sami Zayn and kevin owens in that ring just made us forget that logan paul was even there you know which is great because most of us didn't even want him there um I do wish, like Colin said, that they would have had a better storyline just because they they deserve a better storyline, you know? Um, but I'm also happy with Kevin Owens winning. Um, I'm happy with the match. I'm happy with the whole entire thing. Like you said, Rest Friend, they made me forget about Randy Orton and The Fiend, you know, being a little shitty. <laughs> um, I, to, I also thought it was really cute when Kevin Owens came in and he like blew a kiss to his family because his family was there. So maybe that's why he didn't jump off from anything because he's like, okay, my kids are here. My wife is here. I don't know. But either way, they did amazing. And I loved loved that ending, not because of Logan Paul, but I was literally screaming at the the TV. I was with my cousin and I was like, do it, do it, Owens, do it. I wasn't sure if he was going to do it. I was like, please just fucking do it. And he did it. And I was happy. Uh, this match needed Logan Paul. Like this world needs another COVID outbreak. Okay, uh, <laughs> look, Logan Paul oh, added next to nothing to this match. How dare they strap these two guys with the Logan Paul scenario? I, Colin said it perfectly. It's a much less version of the Shawn Michaels 1998 Mike Tyson thing. They didn't have Logan punch 
Sammy, which would have added to it. I thought the match was really good. I don't like apron moves and saw a lot of them on night two, and I was a little worried for the guys. Mm-hmm. But Kevin yeah. Owens was so happy to have people there. He had his family there. It was a beautiful moment. He got to wrestle his best friend. That's the kind of thing that you can't script. Yeah. And I honestly think we're not done with Logan Paul. I think it's Kevin and Sammy <gasps> against Jake and Logan at SummerSlam. No. <gasps> First of all. Stop. Why would you even manifest that? Don't, You're like don't manifesting even, well, I manifested this very match. Not the Logan Paul yes. aspect, but I manifested. You're speaking it to existence, stop, Robert, stop it. and I'd I like, don't appreciate don't that. that. I would like to watch the Paul brothers get their ass kicked. What's wrong with that? Yes, I, but also, I don't, they are very problematic, okay? Well, yeah. Right. Very, think, very problematic men. Um, if you put them in with a storyline with Matt Riddle, totally get it. Three problematic men all day, right? But <laughs> I, I, well, I, look, <laughs> who who hosted the show again? I mean, they, they don't have a problem working with problematic men. That's true, That's but you're still speaking on it. And if it happens now, I'm literally gonna we're gonna you. pull this footage back and we're gonna put yes. it all over social media. We're gonna media. make you famous. You're going to well, be the gonna one. I'm going to pretend like I have sources that I knew it all along. Oh, I have um, sources. <laughs> like, look, uh, Logan Paul added nothing. I don't like the fact that they worked with him. I can't believe that they did because you do a quick Google search and you can see the video of him in Japan. I'm surprised yeah. that they ran with this. Yeah. But at least we got Kevin and Sammy at WrestleMania and I can never, ever complain about that. I yeah. will say... He did sell that stunner. I thought it was a good sell. That's all I got for that. She's not getting any praise from me. I'm just going <laughs> to pretend like... <laughs> also, Colin said, oh, this is comparable to Bad Bunny. No, it's not because one is like... Okay, wait. Oh, no, Colin no, no, says. No. Wait, wait, wait. I think... Right. I think he was talking about just the way fans were talking about right, right. Logan and Bad yes. Bunny. <laughs> Well, I'm still not going to allow it because one's an actual artist and icon in his community and the other one's a literal crybaby bitch YouTuber. Like, come on. Wow, what, what are we words. doing here? Logan Paul is should not be at WrestleMania. Wow, Robert. Uh, <laughs> I'm here real aggressive this morning. I, I, I do, it's early I in do the apologize. day, Robert. He's He's been thinking about this all night. He's like, I'm going to get on Rest Friends and I got things to say about Logan Paul. <laughs> Let's just, let's talk about the women, okay? Because our girls Tamina let's. and Natalia made it in the tag team turmoil match, so they got their championship title match against um, Nia Jackson, Shayna Baszler. So, was I going into this match thinking that they were going to win? No, but they were like having such great chemistry. I'm like, you know what? I wouldn't be mad if Natalia and Tamina got this win because they have been there forever. My girl Natty does so much work and she never gets any credit. She talks about it all the time when Total Divas <laughs> was on. She had her, her, you know, backstage commentary that she did with like the white sheet in the back. And she was always talking about like, oh man, how's this going to affect my wrestling career? And I was just like, you know what? This is her time to shine. And then it didn't happen. And I was genuinely disappointed because... I like Shayna and Naya. When they were first teamed together, I didn't really see it, but I get it. They're monsters in the ring. But, like, where do they go from here, right? If they're beating everybody, like, what is the point of this? I don't I don't see it. Colin, what did you think? Just to go off what you said, like, was I going into this match thinking Natalia and Tamina would win? Yes. 
So then they didn't. And I was like, what are we doing here? I, I was, I, I've been done with Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler as a team since at least January. And it is now April. So it feels like they're going to have the titles forever. And that makes me sad because I didn't like them as a team in the first place. Shayna Baszler should be on her own. She should be kicking ass. And she's not. Every time yeah. she's in the ring, I want to see her do so much more. And she's been really like held down by this. Now we, Reginald has like moved on to this storyline now. So that's like, you know, not doing her any favors. And, you know, WrestleMania, it feels like the one show all year that is meant to be happy endings. That's meant to be, you know, these feel good stories. So, and we, we didn't get a lot of those. We got Bianca Blair, obviously, but I mean, beyond that, um, in a lot of ways that some of those moments that could have happened didn't, I mean, it would have been, there's something to be said for Natalia and Tamina winning and kind of rewarding their, their long time with the company. And that didn't happen. So I thought that was disappointing. And I think it was, uh, the Fiend and Randy, then this match. So having those back-to-back, like really disappointing outcomes was a really rough start. Um, I don't know. And then, yeah, you you wonder, like, who will beat them? Thankfully, they, the the one saving grace of the tag team turmoil match is like, oh, they do have several tag teams that could be the champions, even though they didn't get this match at WrestleMania. Uh, it just feels like this would have been a good time to um, to take the titles off them, like do it at WrestleMania and do it in front of the live crowd because we're not going to have a live crowd for some time again, right? Like supposedly like this was kind of a one-off. So this would have been a nice moment to, to do something with those titles. And instead they'll probably get changed on a random TV episode or a pay-per-view. So I feel like that it was one of many missed opportunities on night two. Best friend. I also thought Natty and Tamina were going to win. I thought this was going to be their moment. Um, I'm not a fan of Nia Jackson, Shayna together. I, I, feel like through my eyes, they don't work well together. I, I think it's a weird team. And Natty and Tamina are perfect. Like, they've been there for so long. They're friends. So you could tell, you know, you can see the chemistry in the ring when they're together. And also, I feel like if they're going to leave Natty and Tamina on the bottom, I feel like this would have been the perfect opportunity to just give them a tag team championship, give them their moment. And if you're going to take it away a week or two later, it's like, okay, what? Do, I don't expect much from WWE anyway. So I think this would have been the perfect moment to just let them have the WrestleMania moment. And then if you're going to keep leaving them on the bottom, which is sad to say, but if you're going to leave them on the bottom, then okay. But at least give them the WrestleMania moment. And they didn't. So that made me very sad, especially for Tamina, because Tamina has gotten way less opportunity than Natty has. And she deserves so much. And uh, Natty too, like you said, she was always on Total Divas talking about, man, I've been here for so long and all I do is help these women, but it's okay. It's okay if I don't get anything in return. Mm -hmm. That's sad. That's very sad. I know we like to laugh at it, but it's very sad. So I am, I'm upset that they didn't give this win to Natty and Tamina. Now I I guess I want, I do want to see what they end up doing with Nia Jax and Shayna, like, are, are they still going to keep being champs? Are they going to give it to someone else? I'm hoping for Naomi and Lana, you know, Ruby Riot and Liv Morgan. Like, I don't know. We'll see. The only, so the saving grace here would have been changing the belts in front of people. You guys have said that beautifully. Look, they chanted for Tamina. Yeah. They did. My yeah. God, just call yes. an audible and give it to her. My yes. God, like, 
if you're gonna do it, go all the way with it. You know what I mean? Now, if they do anything with any of the teams from Tag Team Turmoil, it'll always be tainted because it's always gonna feel like they should have just done it in front of people. Mm-hmm. So that being said, I kind of hope a new team comes around to dethrone Nia and Shayna. This was cool. I I believe I said this on the Fightful podcast. Even uh, Tamina's dad, he's always remembered for jumping off the cage in Madison Square Garden. Nobody remembers that he actually lost that match. This is what that felt like, just in a new generation. Like, oh, she lost the match, but she got there. I I just think if you're going to do it, go all the way. And I was disappointed that we didn't see new tag team champions. That being said, I was holding out hope to that bell rang that the Bell Twins music was going to hit. And I was disappointed in that manner as well. Can I tell you, I was so glad that the Bella Twins did not come in this match because I'm like, I'm never going to hear the end of it from Robert because Robert literally to the last day was sending me messages about like, but the Bellas are there, but, but it might there. happen. I, I, see, like I, that's the kind of stuff I actually want to positively manifest into the world. And instead we get, you know, Sammy and Kevin with Logan Paul. <laughs> um, well, then you better stop manifesting the bad stuff, you know? Like, uh, with great power stop. comes great responsibility and I failed. You failed. You failed oh us all goodness. with that manifestation that you did. I, you know, like like Teddy said, if they would have just given them the titles, I wouldn't have even been mad if it was only a month-long title reign. They didn't need to be long champions, but, like, you had that moment. And Tamina was so over, and you still didn't give it to her. Right. Like, so if she becomes, you know, a champion in, in like, a regular, throughout the week— it's not going to be as impactful because you had people there and everyone was cheering for her and they were all excited to see her there and you still didn't do it. So I feel like at this point they're back at the bottom because you would put the riot squad up before you put, you know, um, Natalia and Tamina back up. And now that NXT has their women's tag team division now, because they have separate titles, you can't even bring up a team from NXT to the main roster to fight, you know, to challenge, um, Naya and Shayna. So I just feel like these women right now are at the top and I, I don't see anyone who could beat them. Fair and square. Maybe just bring back the Iconics. That's what I'm manifesting. You got to manifest the good <laughs> things, Robert. All right. I actually, I want to read this tweet from Tommy Dreamer because it fits perfectly. Dear WWE, every top wrestler will say, listen to your audience. Well, if you listen to WrestleMania, Tamina Snuka is a top baby face for your company. And look, I'll be honest. I didn't see that happening. But it did, and now you got to run with it. Because now you got to say, your voices matter. Stephanie McMahon's been doing all this media. Oh, we listened to our audience. You should have listened. You should have put the belts on Natty and Tamina. And now, now where do you go? Yeah. We got to start hashtagging. We got to do a... Because it worked for Sasha and Bianca. We got to start hashtagging Tamina and Natalia. And hopefully we get something out of this. Yeah. I would hope. I would hope. <laughs> um, a match that was... Not great, but I mean, Sheamus was in it, so I love Sheamus, right? And the fact that Matt Riddle put his championship um, on the line, I was like, all right, Sheamus, this is your chance, my guy. Like, you really got to give it to Matt Riddle because this man is terrible and I'm only rooting for you, right? I saw people on Twitter saying, like, this is the only way you could get me to root for Sheamus. I didn't know people hated Sheamus. I didn't know people didn't like him, but you just have to understand that Matt Riddle's got to take all the L's from now on, right? Because situations have happened and you just, we just can't anymore. I don't care how funny he is backstage. He just can't be a champion. And I'm glad that we're finally getting um, Sheamus as a proper champion. Colin, what do you think? 
I mean, every time I talk about Matt Riddle, it sounds like I like hate the guy, but like I'm just not a fan of him as a performer. I will say that. Um, I don't like his like goofy character. And like there are some times where it works, and like sometimes the jokes are funny, and like that's fine. But <laughs> but you don't it, laugh. You're like, okay, I got that one. But yeah, <laughs> <laughs> pretty much. I'm like, all right, I, I appreciate it. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna give you my laughter. You do not get that from me. Um, it's 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 hard because Riddle is good in the ring, and like you can see that. But then he's, he's kind of like limited by this gimmick, limit, and then tainted by all these real life things. So I like whether or not the fans would cheer slash boo him. There, WrestleMania was kind of one of the questions for this weekend. He seemed to get a pretty good reaction, but um, he lost. And as someone that is not a big fan of his, I I was somewhat happy to see this because. I have not really liked his main roster run so far. Um, the matches have like the matches are always great. I just I don't like what they're doing with his character. He really does seem to me like a guy that could be a great heel because he's just so unlike uh, not unlikable, but he's so easy to not like. So um, maybe this this will be kind of a, a a step toward that toward that direction. But good for Sheamus, kind of in a, in a similar although very different way of Natalia and Tamina. Another WWE lifer, guy that's been there for a long yeah. time, a guy that hasn't really gotten his due, uh, at least re- recently. Um, so I thought that was like, it was nice for him to have another WrestleMania moment, his first one in a couple of years. So I, I thought that was kind of nice. But and the match was great too. I will say that WWE kind of limited limited themselves with this one because we literally saw this on Raw, I think, two weeks yeah. in a row in March or maybe even earlier this month. So that was kind of uh, like, you know. It felt, in in some ways, like night two almost felt like, other other than the main event, uh, like a TV episode, because some of these things we literally have seen um, on on a given Raw uh, or SmackDown. So I'm happy with Sheamus' win. Um, Admittedly, a little happy that the title is off a riddle, and I hope that this will be good for the Raw mid-card. Yeah, Teddy? First of all, I want to apologize. There was a loud-ass boom outside, and then my lights went out. I don't know what's going on. Are you okay? That was very weird. I don't I don't know if anyone saw my facial expressions, but I was like, what the heck? What, what just happened? That was very weird. Anyway, um, this match was meant for me because of Matt Riddle. Um, I don't care for him. I was I was obviously going into this match hoping that Sheamus won. And I think the match was um I don't know, I think it was okay. I wanna say because of Sheamus, I Saw a little bit of, like, positivity in the match. Um, I don't know. I just feel like my dislike for Matt Riddle just just, just ruined the match for it me. Just ruined, so I don't really have yeah. much to say. Robert? So I had messaged you during the match, and I said, I got to eat this one. I had been saying for months, you can't do anything with him. They're going to boo the crap out of him. Don't do it. Don't do it. I was wrong. He actually got a pretty positive response in the stadium, which shows that sometimes the Twitterverse and the actual fans that attend are different in that way. That aside, and everybody's covered everything about Riddle perfectly, the match itself was pretty good. Another apron bump, I don't like seeing them. I do worry about these performers' health, but Sheamus hit a brogue kick off of an acai moonsault, and that was dope. (laughs) And Sheamus deserves the belt. Sheamus was so close to retiring a couple years ago. And Riddle, look, Vince 
likes Riddle. Riddle's going to be fine. You know, by the way, RVD, before this, mentioned Rolling Papers live on Peacock, yeah. which was amazing. And uh, I don't know. Good match. Riddle's not great. That's how I feel about it. You know, when uh, Matt Riddle came out and people were cheering him, I wasn't so surprised because, Robert, you and I talk about this all the time, that sometimes, you know, we are so into wrestling and, you know, we report it and we talk about it all the time and we're like literally in their contracts. Like we know about their lives. A lot of people don't. A lot of people aren't on Twitter and they aren't following everything that's happening. My dad just found out about these Matt Riddle allegations the other day. And I'm like, sir, your daughter has a podcast and she talks about this. Like, you're clearly not supporting me, right? Because if I have to explain it to you now, this is like months old already. Um, and I'm like, yes, okay, so this is what happened. And he's like, oh, wow, like I see him different. And I'm like, well, I hope that you would. A lot of people have no clue that Matt Riddle has certain things against him. And that's why they changed his name. You just call him Riddle now in WWE because they didn't want these things to pop up when you Googled him. I think they changed his name because Vince thought it was funny. I don't even think that they that they clicked it. I just think they changed his name because that's what they do. I do think it's a good reality check for us because we can be so in the bubble mm -hmm. that we can forget. Yeah. So I'll say that. But yeah, Riddle Riddle's always going to have that black mark on his name. And it's, it, it is what it is, I guess, because they kept it going for a while and I don't see it stopping here. Mm -hmm. Next match, we have um, Big E versus Apollo Crews in a Nigerian drum fight. I don't know what I thought I was going to get, but let me tell you, this <laughs> match was not it for me, right? Um, well, I'll tell you what I was expecting, okay? So I thought the match was going to be surrounded by lumberjacks. And so the Lumberjacks so were going to have drums and they were going to be drumming. It was going to be doom, 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 like the whole match. And I was like, oh my God, it's going to be so cool. I'm ready for this. And then they got out there. There's no people. It's just them two. And I'm like, all right, there's still maybe people can come out. Who knows? I was still hoping that we were going to get Lumberjacks. It's just like regular weapons outside the ring. And there was a couple drums. And I'm like, this is not what I thought I was going to get. So I guess I played myself because I had such high expectations for it. Robert, we'll start with you right now. What did you think about this? <laughs> what were your expectations uh, for this match? Did you did you have my vision or did you think it was going to be something else? My expectations for this match were, oh, okay, they've announced a Nigerian drum fight. This can go one of two ways. <laughs> Either they've got something in mind and it'll be cinematic and interesting or they're going to do what they did. And that is not tell anybody anything. Have your own announcers look stupid because you're speculating hours before the match. Well, we don't really know what this is. And then it's just, here's some, what we're going to declare Nigerian paraphernalia around the ring. And let's just have these two guys fight for about six minutes. It, it They just should have called it a no DQ match. Exactly. The right. Like, <laughs> the end. Call it, if you don't want to call it that, call it a street fight. Call it one of the other dozen names that you have for this. Don't make people think they're getting something new and then deliver this. Outside of my expectations there, Wale's performance was tremendous. Big E was hyped. I love to see it. And then, of course, we get Dabakato Babatunde, who they want to rename again because they want to act like, oh, you've never seen him on our television before. Who is this man? He's not Dabakato that's been on Monday Night Raw alongside Shane McMahon. No. Who is he? 
I've never seen him. Teddy, what did you think? I thought that was weird too. I, I mean, because I for sure did not know who this man was. And then the commentators pretend like they don't know who this is either. So now I'm confused. I'm like, oh, wait, so no one knows who this is? And then I get on Twitter and people are like, yeah, this guy has been on Raw Underground. And I'm like, oh, okay. Obviously, I was super, super confused because I never watched Raw Underground. So um, that was a little disappointing for me because I didn't want to see Biggie lose, especially not that way because of a man that apparently no one knows, you know, mm-hmm. that it was such a weird match. Didn't use the drums, like you said, wrist friend. I was hoping they were going to teach us what they were because I don't know what they are, you know? So no, that was very, that was a very disappointing match overall, at least for me. <laughs> Colin. Yeah, the, the severe lack of drums hurt this one. I, I really <laughs> wanted to see, like you said, the lumberjacks and the drums. Mm-hmm. That would have made it so much better. And like Robert, you you called it way probably when they first announced it. Like, yeah, they're it's going to be like a street fight with a, a, the brand of the Nigerian drum fight like mm-hmm. on it. And it's like, okay, fine. Like, like you said, Robert, we got to lower those ex- expectations. Fine. Um, before the show, like the, in the morning, I wrote up an article that they filed the trademark for the name Commander Aziz, and I knew, I knew. I was like, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Please, Let me tell no. you, I wrote that same article, Tal, and I just went, yep, that's where we're going here. Oh, and it was. <laughs> and I didn't know it would be Dabakato. And then that happened. I was like, all right. <laughs> like, like, cool. Um, I will say, uh, at the very least for Biggie, Robert, you and I have talked about it, but like, I didn't want Biggie to lose. So at least here you bring in this big dude and, you know, it's a pretty like explainable way to lose this match. So then you get the outcome of getting uh, the title on Apollo, giving him the win without really hurting Biggie. Um, but I'm worried, or at least uh, skeptical, maybe the better word of like where we're going here. Because assuming that the Dabakata will become this commander as he's like, how far are we going to go with this thing? Because like, we're real, they're really clear, like doubling down on the whole, this gimmick with Apollo. And I think it's like, I don't know. I, I haven't been here for it. And now it seems like they're going even deeper with it. And I, I don't know how that's going to go. Yeah, I feel like the whole thing is just kind of like, oh, no, they're going to keep going with it. This was the only way that I feel like Biggie could have lost is if there was some outside interference because he's beat Apollo like 50 times already. It was not going to be believable if at Mania Apollo suddenly had learned after five times of getting beat, you know, how to beat Biggie. Disappointed, disappointed overall. This match. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm. I'm upset that Biggie lost. Upset that nobody was drumming. They could have hired me. I would have done it for free. Okay, I would sideline. I would have done more than Logan Paul did for this whole show. Um, someone that I was excited to see get her WrestleMania moment, kind of like her redemption, was Rhea Ripley because last year at WrestleMania there was nobody there. She lost her championship to Charlotte, who had already so many accolades to her name. I was like, dang, you really couldn't have just let Rhea keep her title. Um, But now she went against Asuka. She is the new Raw Women's Champion, and I'm so excited. She got a live performance, you know, um, as her entrance. And initially, when they said that there was going to be the girl there performing her entrance, I'm like, okay, Rhea cannot lose. You can't have someone come up and do your music and lose the fight. 
Colin, what did you think about this match? Well, Wait, it's funny. That's... Well, we just talked about Big E. You can have somebody <laughs> perform your music and lose the fight. Yes, the, this is why I was upset. But this is how you do it right, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because I I uh, made that same argument. Like when they announced Rhea Ripley's um, theme would be live, I was like, oh, she's not going to lose. And I got crap for it because like it has happened in the past. Yeah. And I guess I more meant like that was kind of the, the cherry on top of like the situation with Rhea Ripley coming in. This is her official debut on the main roster. And it, it has felt like they do want to make her into the next big thing. Yeah. What better way than to have her be Asuka here? Then you have the the live entrance and it's like, all right, she's she's going to win. And she did. Um, good match. Uh, good for Ray Ripley here. And uh, I think uh, you know most people would still look back to last year and think Ray Ripley should not have lost that match. So this was nice to kind of not get that win back, but at least to like get her, get a WrestleMania win. Yeah. Um, I think she'll, she'll be great for the Rollins division. Uh, you know, so Asuka, Asuka didn't have a great reign and that's not her fault. They just never really booked her the right way. And I hope that maybe if she takes time off or whatever it may be, she'll come back a little different. Maybe if not as a heel, maybe a little, just a little more serious character. Uh, I think that would be very good for her. And you know, the, the Rollins division kind of stands to really gain here because you have potential matches with Charlotte Flair, Becky Lynch eventually. Um, you know, those could be kind of in the pipeline. And I think that'll be, that'll be a, a great way to really cement uh, Ray Ripley very quickly as, you know, a, a legitimate, you know, top star. And there's there's also some cool, um, you know, the, this like uh, parallel with, with Ray Ripley and Bianca Belair as these two women who are like kickstarting this new era at WrestleMania. Then they also, those they were the final two of the Royal Rumble. So there was, there was a lot of nice subtlety and, and even not salty, but just they, they both won the title. So it, it is this new uh, direction for the entire women's vision. So I'm very excited, excited to see how it shakes out. Yeah, Robert? First of all, Ash Costello wasn't like they screwed her over. I think there was an issue with her monitor. They yeah. definitely screwed her over. Ash Costello is great. New Year's Day is great. I was so happy that she was there. I was happy that Rhea got this moment. Rhea got robbed last year. It ended up being another win for Charlotte. And I like Charlotte, but that should have never happened yeah. in a million years. This was exactly what it needed to be. Now there's finally a new champion on Raw. Asuka, I think, goes with EO and wins the tag titles. Okay, those are fighting words. Russ Fred, what did you think? Right. I, from the beginning, this was special for me. Um, watching that performance, I felt like well, it just it just took me back to my warp tour days. So I thought that was very cool. I know uh Rhea Ripley has a lot of like music sim- similarities as me. Like we like a lot of the same bands. So I I feel like such a connection with Rhea Ripley and I love her. I love her so much. So when they announced that she was having a match against Asuka at WrestleMania, I was so happy. And then we saw her on night one and you know, when they opened the show, that she was so emotional, like you know, you could tell she was so happy to be there and it was special for her. So I already knew from the beginning this match was going to be great. I enjoyed it so much. I love Asuka as well. Um, they worked so well in the ring together. And Rhea Ripley winning was like the cherry on top for me. You know, for the whole, for both nights, Rhea Ripley winning was the cherry on top. I think um, she deserves it. And like one of you guys said, her and Bianca Belair are... The, you know, they're they're the future of WWE. And I'm so excited and happy for her. People were saying on Twitter that Ash did not have a chance to sound check. 
I don't know how reliable mm. that is because they say like with the weather, like she wasn't able to go out there. But like Wale sounded fine, right? Right. I think, but I think that's what it was too, though, because Wale did it right before her. You don't know if there was any audio mix-ups or anything. Yeah. I just think she'll get another chance to do it. But I was disappointed yeah. that it wasn't as good as it could have been. Yeah, because- they still looked phenomenal. They all looked amazing. Oh my god, yeah. She looked beautiful. Ash Costello looked beautiful. Great. Yes. Absolutely. And I, I feel like it's it sounded at some parts like she was just trying to like catch up with herself. Yes. Like you yes. heard the echo and I was like, come on, girl. Because when she had it, when she was able to hear herself, it was on point. It sounded so good. Um, just unfortunate, right? But I do think that we are going to get uh, hopefully another chance. Hopefully. Maybe, like, maybe like a SummerSlam. You know, Rhea could come out again to live music. Why not? And it'll, yeah. be, it'll be hot and hopefully not in Texas. Um, I want to <laughs> try this one, one more shot at this manifesting thing. Bianca, Rhea... Raquel Gonzalez at Survivor Series. Oh, Raquel. Maybe, can we do it without Raquel? <laughs> I know, man. That's exactly what, I was trying to, I was waiting to see what you were going to say. Restaurant, I think we were going to be like, oh, Raquel, I love her. I was like, oh, uh, no. Yeah, I, I could like do without Raquel. Well, I for sure love Rhea. You. I'm excited to see Rhea as champ. Um, hopefully, Charlotte doesn't come after her. Hopefully, we don't need any of that. I need a long title reign from Rhea, long title reign from Bianca, and we need to drop those titles from Nia and Shayna. That's what I'm going for picks for the women. Let's move on to the main event of night two. I think was the saving grace of the night overall, right? Um, Daniel Bryan versus Edge versus Roman Reigns for the Universal Championship. Now, Roman Reigns coming out in 8K is just something that I will need for the rest of my life because, yeah, fantastic. I don't, I, I don't have to explain myself. Everybody knows, everybody knows what Roman Reigns in 8K just does for people. And I think Daniel Bryan, like he was my pick. Like I was fighting, advocating everyone all week that Daniel Bryan, we don't know how much time he's got left. We don't know if this was his last WrestleMania that he needed to pick up the win. I feel like Edge definitely has another mania in him. Roman is super strong. Losing the championship was not going to affect him at all. Um, and that didn't happen. So Roman Reigns kept the title. And he, Jesus, like, I thought he was out, right? Because at the beginning of the match, they took him out and it was just Daniel and Edge. And I'm like, oh my God, this is it. Like, we're just going to start off like Roman's not even in the picture. And that is not how yeah. it went down. So I was surprised. Colin, were you surprised that that match went down? Yeah, I, I was very surprised. Um, you know, for me, like, Roman Reigns, you never think of him as an underdog. And yet here we were where we had this match and it felt like Edge's match to lose. And they even did a great job making it feel like Dana Bryan could win. Whereas at first it felt like he was there to take the pinfall. Um, I don't know. Like it didn't feel like necessarily time to take the title off of Rowan because he's been doing such a good, you know, do good character work. He's been, this reign still doing, you know, it's, it's great. Uh, at the same time, you know, this is WrestleMania. Like I said, you know, this this was the time to like take the title off him, at least for now. So, you know, the, the fact they didn't, I'm going to assume they'll have it for the foreseeable future. And Robert, you and I have talked about it a lot. Like this edge losing hurt, like flat out. Yeah. I mean, they, yeah. all the stuff before the match, you know, everything and just everything about it. The fact that this was the anniversary of Edge um, giving up his title, that uh, all these things like all this, this, this beautiful story and and this what could have been a storybook ending. We didn't get that. So then it, 
there, there was definitely kind of a, a bitter note to that, even though it was still great to see him you know, get the live entrance with the fans and the, it was a great match. Uh, and it, it was a great main event overall. And a great way for Roman, a great win for Roman. But I, I was, it's funny because I can't say disappointed. I just think I would feel better coming out of the show if Edge had won, because I think that yeah. would that would have been the better outcome. Um, and then at the same time, like I wonder what's going to happen next because Edge and Dan O'Brien both got a concerto. And the last time Edge got yeah. a concerto, he was gone for a couple months. Yeah. So it would make sense if he'll be taking time off, but you know, are we going to see them both take time off? Or uh, we were talking about on, on the Wrestle Zone show last night, are we just going to get one of these guys will face Roman at the next pay-per-view and then, then what? I, I don't know, but that's a problem for another day. I will say it was a very, very fun main event that really delivered and helped. And uh, even with the result being not necessarily what I was hoping to see, it was a great way to end uh, what had been a pretty lackluster night. Yeah. Teddy, what did you think? I think this match was great. I loved Edge's entrance. I guess that just meant a lot. As you know, we grew up watching Edge. We love him. Um, the match had me thinking Edge was going to win. And I had predicted that they weren't going to take the championship away from Roman Reigns just because it's Roman Reigns, you know? And I also, like, before WrestleMania, the thought of Roman Reigns winning didn't make me mad, but I was like, I just hope they give it to Edge or Daniel Bryan. And all those moments that they had us thinking that Edge was going to take it was like, oh, shit, okay, I guess Edge is going to win or Daniel Bryan is going to win. And they didn't. And I want to say that's okay. I just... I am excited to see what they're going to do with Edge and Daniel Bryan. And Roman Reigns, man, this man, like like you guys said, I can't believe they made him look like such an underdog, you know, when he's not. Um, I don't know. I think, like we had said earlier, as much as it was a great match and the ending to me wasn't terrible, I think it was better for night one and that Bianca and Sasha would have ended night two. Robert? Yeah, I think overall, especially after having this conversation, Bianca and Sasha probably could have been the overall closing of WrestleMania. That being said, this triple threat match was my favorite. Oh my God, this match was so much fun. It felt like an old school main event where three guys are just beating the shit out of each other. Uh, I definitely thought that Edge had a shot. I thought Brian had a shot because the fans really played a role in this one, which yeah. you didn't see a lot this weekend. But Brian came out, they popped big. I thought, oh man, they got to give it to Brian. Edge came out and they got even louder. And I was like, okay, good. Now give it to Edge. And surprisingly, Roman got booed. I thought Roman Reigns coming out <laughs> with his new look in 8K was going to have a lot of people very much on board for Roman, and they still booed him. I thought, okay, this is the chance to switch it to somebody. They didn't. I think it's Edge and Brian at Backlash one-on-one. I think it's Cesaro Roman. And I don't know. I, I'm i excited, but I think Bianca should have closed everything because that yeah. was the moment. Yeah, it was Let me. It was the perfect moment to, to do that. Let me tell you, I'm not mad at you, Robert, for manifesting that whole Backlash those matches like okay okay speak speak a louder you said yeah. something sound like you a said bad something idea. good robert well look edge actually had the match one brian cost it because he pulled the referee out i think edge is gonna go right crazy. okay but triple threat rules yeah but that like if somebody takes something from you even if they were allowed to do it you're still gonna be pissed 
No, yeah, that's true. Because that that was his moment. Yeah, true. Get you, but like, um, it was valid because triple threat match, right? Yeah, I but- I was not upset that Edge did not win. Because I like Edge, right? But Edge is just like, Edge is the bad guy, right? He's always going to be the bad guy, but he's going to be the guy that I think deep down, you're always yeah. going to dislike Edge restaurant. Yes, yes. And that's that's yeah. what, I mean, I love him, right? But I'm always going to no, no, dislike I, yeah. him. Yes, but like yes, yes. story-wise, mm. WWE-wise, you know, heel, when you were little, you didn't like him. I think yes. you're always going to have that little part in you. Yep. <laughs> still inside. It's still inside. I'm still like, you had so many feuds with John Cena. So many feuds with like, oh my God, I can't. I can't get over that. <laughs> That's probably where it stems from. But yeah, night two, that main event really was just fantastic. But it would have been so much better if it had night one's main event, right? Um, they could have maybe switched some matches out because I feel like number night one was like all bangers. And you got to night yes. two and it was kind of slow. Um, but everything yeah. was still going by really quick. Um, I wasn't as excited as night two. What are your final thoughts on on this overall WrestleMania, Colin? I mean, there's some like bittersweet note to it just because, you know, tonight it's raw going back to Thunderdome and there's just something really kind of not sad, but, you know, like that's going to be like, you know, you're getting something that we've missed for so long for for this one weekend. And now it's going away for my prediction based on pure just because of the, I think this is what they wanted to do last year is that they might want to try and have fans again for SummerSlam, but, um, and probably not until then. So that would mean solid like three months mm-hmm. without fans again. Uh, granted, we, we've got, we just got through a year. So three months yeah. is much yeah. more, you know, that's much less uh, daunting. But um, over, like, and the, even aside from that, it was great to have the fans back because I, I, I forgot how much I missed them. Like, mm-hmm. It's yeah. one thing. It's one thing to know that you miss the fans, but then to really see how much they do bring the show—that was really a welcome uh, change. And um, for the matches and the outcomes themselves, uh, I'm I'm still like processing Roman's win. I'm still like I haven't fully decided how I feel about it. I'll probably know by Friday. Um, but Bianca winning, phenomenal. Ray Ripley, I think that that'll be great. Bobby Lashley winning, very pleasant surprise, and I'm curious to see what they do with it. And like it is, but like it doesn't feel like they did everything they could have to like kind of kickstart this new era, for lack of a better word. But it does feel like, in a lot of ways, it is a new, you know, it's a new like a new season. It it is the night after WrestleMania. There's that sense of like there's a lot that's unknown, and that's why it's a lot. Of, it's a fun time. Yeah, Robert. Final thoughts. I, okay, I was like, we can, okay, we can hear you. <laughs> it was a very, a very fun weekend. Very fun week. Uh, you guys skipped over the Bella Twins Bailey thing. So I'll just cover it real quick and say, <laughs> it's very rude and disrespectful to continue bringing someone's ex into a story yes. when that is long dead. Please stop doing that. Yeah. Outside of that, good stuff. Great main events on both nights. I do think Bianca should have closed it. But overall, I'm excited and I'm excited because, of course, I got to sit here and talk about it with you three. And this is a blast. Teddy? The whole Bella, the whole Bella Twin situation. I didn't even hear Bailey say that. Mm-hmm. Um, well, she said, oh, I, she's like, didn't you hear? John's not here. Rose. Yeah. So then when I saw it on Twitter, I was like, man, and I, I, it just makes me sad that it was Bailey that said that, you know. But anyway, I think WrestleMania was great. I think I was great. Um, I definitely 
Uh, I wasn't going into this thinking it was going to be a great WrestleMania, especially night one. But um, let me tell you guys, on Saturday, I was running on two hours of sleep the entire day. Went to sleep at six in the morning, woke up at eight, and I made it through WrestleMania without taking a nap. Because I knew if I would have taken a nap, I would have never woken up. Um, the original plan was, me. T- I told Sergio, I was like, wake me up during um, Bad Bunny's match and then Bianca and Sasha's <laughs> match. But no, I ended up staying up and I'm happy I did because I really enjoyed night one. Night two was okay. I feel like maybe I enjoyed it a little more just because I was under the influence. Um, but uh, yeah, I I liked it. There's no complaints. I feel like it was better than last year for sure. And maybe, well, it's also the matches, but also the crowd. Yeah. And I was also asking myself, like, I wonder if this means that WWE is going to be like, okay, we're going to have crowds now for Raw and SmackDown. But Colin, you said that you don't think so. So you better not. We'll see. <laughs> I'm excited that there's fans, though. I want to address the Bella situation because... Okay, Robert, address I, it. You I, have to. Listen, I didn't put it in my notes because I didn't think it was relevant. As much as I love the Bellas and I popped when they came out, I was like, oh my God. But then in the back of my mind, I'm like, the, there's the champion, like the women's matches, like they're not going to come out, right? And for them to, I, I didn't think it was necessary for them to come out. And I didn't think it was necessary for Bailey to mention John Cena because poor Nikki for the rest of her life is always going to yeah. be like promos are always going to say something about John Cena, which is terrible because if John Cena ever comes back, they're never going to mention Nikki Bella, right? There's going to be such right. a double standard for that. And the Bella twins are so great. And I feel like people shit on them all the time. I don't understand why. They're not terrible wrestlers. They've done so many things for the industry inside and out. And I'm just like, man, you didn't need to be there. And Nikki was like holding Hulk Hogan's hand. And I'm like, damn it. They made her do that. Like she was not going to do that on her yes. own. I was pissed that they had, they made her, yes. you know, go out there and do that. It, it just wasn't relevant for me. I could have gone without. And people booed the Bellas when they came out. I'm like disappointed. Yeah. I hate crowds. I hate them. <laughs> Didn't I tell you? I told you on Tuesday when they did the Hall of Fame, I said, I'm so glad that they did it in front of nobody because they would have been so disrespectful. Yes, they would have been mm, so That makes rude. me so sad. Let me just say something that um, I know a lot of people are going to disagree with me. I don't know about you, Edie, but at least a lot of women um, on our Twitter, I did not like Nikki's outfit on night one when she came out. I'm not. I'm I not. didn't. I did not like that dress at all. And so many people were like, oh my God, I love her dress. Her outfit is so cute. Man, that was ugly. I love, and my, Nikki, I love my belly. But Nikki's so beautiful. You know that she still looked beautiful, but that dress was a no. I just had to bring that up. I had to. Okay, so I, I commented on Randy's wardrobe. So I feel like that gives me the right to comment on the women's wardrobe. Because I don't really like, like to comment on like, if I'm not going to do it for the men, I'm not going to do it for the women. Because they never look terrible. Right? right? And like the Bellatones are so beautiful. They could wear whatever the hell they right. want. I did not right. like these outfits. No. Um, that's all I'm gonna say about that. They could have worn whatever. They looked so much better in their Hall of Fame. They could have come in the Hall of Fame. Oh, they look so dresses. beautiful, beautiful. But I'm not gonna talk badly about my Bella Twins because I met them on Sunday and they were so perfect and so beautiful as they <laughs> always are. Like tears after the call. Like I just super great people. I love them so much. Um, but I want to thank Robert and Colin for joining us for this WrestleMania Aftermath show. And guys, let everyone know where they can follow you, all of your work, like what you got going on. Robert, we'll start with you. So, okay. So you can follow me on Twitter at DudeFelice. Check out everything I'm doing at Fightful.com and over at WrestleZone.com where I work with Colin. And I will say that Colin recently just got himself a little boost 
And I couldn't be more happy because Colin is legitimately one of the greatest in the field of what we do to be doing what he does. And I'm very proud of him. And as always, I'm very proud of you guys because you guys are kicking ass and keep doing it. Colin, where can everyone follow you? You can follow me uh, on Twitter at CT underscore 2110. If you didn't know, Robert has like his national, his pastime is like saying things that make me feel warm and fuzzy. He does it all (laughs) the time and I, I appreciate it. Um, it's very, very kind of you, Robert. Um, I've, I've learned from very, very great people, yourself included. Um, so just, you know, always uh, tune into Russell's Zone and follow along for the things we do over there. We've got a great team and I'm very happy to be working there. Wholesome moments here at Rust Friends. We love to see it. I watch mm-hmm. your guys' post show that you do for SmackDown. And Colin, you also do a Ring of Honor show, which is fantastic. You guys just Thank have you. great stuff at Russell Zone. So make sure, Rust Friends, that you go and check out Robert and Colin because Colin has been the EST of this episode, right? And I'm here for that. Um, Rust Friend, where can everyone follow us? Instagram, Twitter. I feel like Rust Friend, I need, a, I need to say it on here. We need to get our Twitter game up. I'm not on Twitter anymore. I mean, my Twitter's still up, but I don't. I don't log in. I deleted the app from my phone, and um, so don't tweet me. But I think I need to start put. You know, getting better at Twitter for best friends because I feel like we used to tweet so much and we yeah. don't that much anymore. So I'm definitely gonna work on that. So follow us on Twitter at Rest Friends, Instagram at Rest Friends. Both our bios on Instagram and Twitter. We have our link trees on there. Our link for link tree. And it'll take you to our YouTube link, to our podcast, our merch, buy our merch. Um, where else are we, West Friend? We're on Facebook. Yes, we're literally and on Facebook. Obviously, you guys better subscribe on YouTube <laughs> and watch all of our videos, comment, like them. Please give them, give us thumbs up. I the thumbs down suck. I'm like, why would anyone dislike Listen, us? Are you kidding people me? People have like one minute into the video, give it a thumbs down. And, and I'm they just, just like, yeah. what are you? I need to find people because they are not in the rest friend mood. You need to watch our videos in the rest friend mood. Um, But yeah, we also have merch. Head over to What a Maneuver. And you can find, you know, rest friend hoodies. We have onesies. I don't know if anybody's just giving birth. We got onesies for rest friends. (laughs) You need to start them off young, right? (laughs) But thank you, Robert and Colin, for joining us. It has been so awesome talking to you both about WrestleMania. And hopefully we can have you guys on again. Absolutely. Be an absolute pleasure. It's been a very, very fun time. And I really appreciate you guys for having me on. I awesome. tell you this all the time. I'll do it every week. <laughs> every Robert is ready. <laughs> like, <laughs> awesome. Thank you guys. And we will see you guys next time. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Bye.